Hello and welcome to Inside Fingal, the podcast that gives you an insight into the work being done by the councillors and staff of Fingal County Council to make Fingal a better place to live, work, visit and do business in. My name is Jerry McDermott. I'm the Media and Communications Manager here at Fingal County Council and I hope you'll stay with me as we continue to inform you about the work of your local authority. On March 12th, the Planning Department of Fingal County Council began a two-year process which will conclude in the adoption of a new Fingal development plan for the six years between 2023 and 2029. But what is a development plan? What's the purpose of it? Are there any benefits to be accrued from it? What does it mean for the ordinary citizen? And do they have any say in what is proposed? Those are some of the questions that I hope we'll be able to answer over the next 30 minutes or so, because I'm joined today by one of the people overseeing the new development plan. Roisin Burke is the senior planner who is responsible for the new development plan, and she works in the Department of Planning and Strategic Infrastructure here at Fingal County Council. Roisin, you're very welcome to the Inside Fingal podcast. And let me start with the obvious question. What is a development plan and why is it important? Uh, hi, Jerry. Thanks for having me along uh, today. It's great to be here. And I suppose, yeah, you ask a very pertinent question. What is it and why is it important? So a county development plan is a public document. It's used to guide development and sets out a vision for how Fingal should develop and evolve. It must be prepared every six years in order to respond to our changing needs. Uh, the development plan is required to set out an overall strategy for the proper planning and sustainable development of the county. And the final document will consist of a series of chapters that cover the broad aims of the council for a number of topics. And it'll include detailed policies and objectives and also a series of zoning maps, which form the basis for deciding the right location for different types of development across the county and which underpin the decision making process for any planning application. So the development plan will set out the land use framework to guide more compact development of the county. A lot of people equate the development plan with zoning and an opportunity to change the zoning of land to something more profitable or even to ensure that nothing will ever be built on that particular piece of land. Is that not the real reason for having a development plan? Not at all, Jerry. Zoning is one of many tools we use as planners in drafting the development plan. And it's essentially a regulation that sets out how land can be developed in terms of the use and sometimes as well the size and the shape of structures. We describe it as how the county categorises lands into different zones that allow different uses and activities. So when a land is zoned, we're saying it's suitable for that type of development in that location. We look at the county as a whole and outline where is the most appropriate location for the relevant uh, land uses. So, for example, residential and community are often located side by side. Town centre often is along the main streets and the main shopping areas of our towns and villages. And then industry is in the outlying areas and usually located close to transport in terms of the road network or the motorway corridor. So it's a very important tool. It also allows people some degree of certainty as to the type of development that'll be happening in the areas around them. Now, it takes two years to produce a development plan. So why does it take that long? That's a really good question. (laughs) Why does it take so long? I suppose as planners, we're guided by the Planning and Development Act and it outlines the timeline. But what that timeline does, it allows for each element, each stage of the development plan to be properly assessed. So it allows for everyone's comments to be fully considered, to be passed on to the elected members. 
The role of the elected members is to make the development plan. So that's an important role and the two-year timeline allows them time to consider every aspect of it. And also it allows time for environmental assessment, which is another key aspect of it, that every policy and objective included is assessed in an environmental terms before it's published. You mentioned there that there are different stages to the development plan. So what are they? There's four broad stages. So stage one is where we're at now, and that's the pre-draft stage. Uh, this will last until the 12th of May, following which we'll draft the development plan. That would be stage two. The draft development plan will be published in February of next year. And following that, when we consider the submissions made, we may make changes. And that becomes stage three, material alteration stage, where we make final changes, usually based on the submissions received at stage two. And the fourth and final stage is the adoption of the plan. So what happens at that point is we prepare the plan, we prepare a report on all the comments and submissions received, and we represent that to the elected members where they make the development plan. Now, we're currently in stage one. And uh, on March the 12th, when this whole process began, you issued a strategic issues paper. What is the purpose of the strategic issues paper? So this strategic issues paper has been prepared to inform this first stage of public consultation and it marks the first step in the process of making the new plan. It provides a broad overview of the key themes and the issues that we consider should be considered in the new plan and at this point we're looking for the public's view to help shape the policies and the direction of the plans and to develop an appropriate framework. The purpose of this document is to explain the development plan process, what it involves, the different stages and timelines, to set out the importance of public engagement in the process and to encourage the public to make their views known. So if I want to read the strategic issues paper, how can I do so? So we have the strategic issues paper available on our website, fingal.ie forward slash development plan, alongside a host of other information relevant to the development plan. And then to make a comment or submission on it, you go to consult.fingal.ie and it's available there as well. Now, you also distributed a booklet across the county and in it you identified seven themes that will be particularly relevant to this development plan. Can we go through them now one by one and maybe you could explain what the issues are around these themes. So the first of them is uh, people in place. People in place is a central question for the new development plan. What we're looking at here is how the county should grow and develop in the future. And it includes our large urban centres such as Blanchardstown and along the boundary with Dublin City through De Santry, uh, Baldoyle, Hoth, Sutton, and then our county towns, rural and urban villages. So we're talking about Balbriggan, Rush, Garys, talking about all over the county. And the development plan will seek to enhance the quality of life for all residents and provide a framework for direct and future investment to appropriate locations. And what we're seeking to do here is provide well-serviced and well-connected places. So within people in place, we also talk about the provision of high-quality housing, which should be served by enhanced public spaces and community infrastructure. And we hope this next development plan will build on the success of the current development plan and will enhance the quality of life for all. And when you look at something like people in place, you know, what sort of questions are you asking? What we're asking people to consider is what works well within their community, what their community is lacking and how they feel their community should grow in the future. So that could be looking at the need for more public open spaces or maybe improving the open spaces that are there already. It could also be the need for more shops or local services, restaurants nearby, or it could be to put a limit on the amount of development going on nearby. We're interested in all aspects and all views. And everybody's opinion matters, yeah? 
everyone's opinion matters. What we do at this stage of the development plan, we read all the submissions received and we summarize them and respond to them. So if you put in a submission in due course, there'll be a response to that and a recommendation following that as well. And that'll all be available on our website as they're published. Another area where I think you're going to get a lot of submissions is your second theme, which is climate action. Um, what, what are you looking for there? What What do you want people to tell you? Well, the next development plan has a really important role to play in helping Ireland realise its potential to be a low carbon society and to mitigate the impacts of climate change. In terms of climate change and land use planning, the development plan can provide an important role by guiding the sustainable growth of the county, encouraging more compact mixed use development and a greater use of sustainable transport options such as cycling, walking and public transport. And what that's essentially saying is we're seeking to make sure that walking and cycling is an enjoyable and a safe experience for our residents and citizens. And by by doing that, people will then have a choice not to use their car. So we will be deprioritizing the car and that in itself helps lower carbon emissions. Climate change will also be fundamentally linked to the development plan in terms of creating employment options, in terms of creating transportation options. All of these things combined, all of these things offer an opportunity for us to reduce our impact on the environment. And that's what will be, that'll be a fundamental principle of the new development plan. Now, one of the major industries in uh, Fingal is agriculture and, and that, and obviously there, there's a lot of issues regarding agriculture and, and climate action. Do, does the development plan take account of that? The development plan will be considering it, and it's actually something we'd love to hear from any of our local people involved in agriculture, how they feel they can help or where they feel the issues are so that we can ensure any policies in the new development plan are implementable and are sensible for them to be following in their businesses. So it's definitely something we'd like to hear more about. And and climate action is obviously something that young people are very interested in and and indeed very uh, enthusiastic about. Um, Are they able to make submissions into this or is, is, is it only adults that can make submissions? No, we'd love to hear from more young people, particularly for any aspect of it. Uh, The Planning and Development Act itself encourages the participation of young people in this process. So it's definitely a cohort of people we'd love to hear from. So moving on to theme three, which is connectivity and movement. Roisin, what's that about? It's really about the ease at which people move around. We believe the easier it is to move around impacts positively on our quality of life and boost the attractiveness as Fingal as a place to live or to visit. Similarly, the ease at which goods can be moved from place to place is vital to an efficient and vibrant economy. The development plan will have a key role in, in attracting investment, reducing carbon emissions and making Fingal more resilient in the face of climate change. And it will aim to promote ease of movement throughout Fingal by integrating and enhancing the existing towns and villages as well as those areas identified for growth by promoting high-quality connectivity through the delivery of footpaths, segregated cycling facilities, public transport systems and high-quality roads. We recognise that public transport and the offering of alternatives to the car is crucial in supporting our ambitious, sustainable transport and active travel objectives. Many surveys that Fingal County Council have done over the last decade, um, they've asked people what's the most important local issue and every time it's come up and it's been traffic congestion. Can the development plan help to ease the traffic congestion that people see as, a, as an issue within Fingal? Yes, we would hope it would. 
The development plan will contain specific policies and objectives that will be used to alleviate traffic. It could also contain policies and objectives for the provision of new traffic infrastructure, which may be roads, it may be cycling, it may be pedestrian links. Also, we're working with other state bodies for the provision of um, Metrolink to Swords, the electrification of the Dart Line to Balbriggan, and DART Plus, which is the project allowed along Dublin 15 as well, which will increase the public transport offering and hopefully offer people an alternative to the private car use, which in itself will reduce that traffic issue. And I suppose that leads us nicely into the into the fourth theme, which is employment, economy and, and Dublin Airport, because I suppose if you, if you can create more jobs in Fingal, then there's less of a commute into the city centre. Absolutely. And in Fingal, we're very lucky to have such a strategic location within the Dublin city region and along the Dublin Belfast Economic Corridor. We have major economic assets, including Dublin Airport, or proximity to Dublin City and Dublin Port, and which includes direct access to the national and regional road and railway transport networks in Ireland. So we're very lucky from that regard. Also, we have a very young, diverse population, which is highly educated and offers an ideal opportunity for foreign direct investment or indigenous companies to locate here. Dublin Airport is included in the heading for this particular theme. Why is that? Well, Dublin Airport is such a key element of our county. It's the national airport of the country. It provides significant employment and then it also generates significant traffic both within itself and then with people coming to and from it. It is such a significant impact on the economy and life of Fingal. It's set out as a separate element within this theme. Now, the next couple of themes seem to be quite similar. You know, it's cultural heritage. And then there's another theme, which is green infrastructure and natural heritage. Um, what are they and, and what's the difference between them? I suppose Fingal has a very special identity, which is founded on community and tradition, interconnected with our rich heritage of coast and countryside, towns and villages. And the council recognises the importance of identifying and protecting this heritage as a resource for the county, and this is reflected in the aims and policies of the development plan. These heritage elements are all interconnected. Our cultural heritage refers to the language, to the archaeological heritage, the architecture heritage. The natural heritage relates to the coastline or landscape or green areas. In Fingal, we're very lucky to have a number of areas which are afforded European protection and that relates that's included within the natural heritage section so so this is these themes are primarily about protecting what we have or is it or is there any sort of um, opportunity to develop what we have any development should consider the natural and local heritage of the area so where development is common and there is either a protected structure for example it offers an opportunity to enhance that and maybe share that information with the wider community so we wouldn't perceive these heritage designation to hinder development, but as an added asset to any development going forward, which which will offer a unique aspect to any development. And I suppose this is where you, you sort of look at the protection of buildings and conservation and that. And, and you know, I, I know in, in terms of planning, you know, people sometimes buy a, a very old property and that sort of thing. And there's um, there's restrictions placed on, on what they can do and that. Does that emanate from the development plan? Yes, the development plan offers an opportunity to review the record of protected structure. So the record of protected structures 
is the list of all buildings within Fingal that are protected. The existing list can be found on our website as an appendix to the existing development plan. And now at this time, there's an opportunity to add to that or to delete. So if anyone has any buildings that they feel should be protected or perhaps they should no longer be protected because the element which made them special no longer exists, now's the time to say that and to include that in any comment or submission to this part of the development plan process. Now, the, the, the last theme is uh, infrastructure and utilities. Um, what does that encompass? So this is the bread and butter as such. So this is talking about water services, water supply, uh, environment, uh, broadband, energy. So this is the things that we need in order to make our developments work. So we're liaising with Irish Water, for example, in terms of wastewater and water supply. And then we also link in with the other prescribed bodies, including the ESB, uh, Gas Networks Ireland, to ensure that everyone is aware of our future, of the future direction of Fingal and where growth will occur. And is it important for them to tell you what their plans are? Absolutely. So as part of this consultation, we contact all the prescribed bodies. The prescribed bodies and planning are a list of around 30 to 40 state bodies or semi-state bodies that have a particular role. So what we have been doing in Fingal is we've been meeting with them so to ensure that they're aware of what we're doing where we feel our future growth will go and to ask where their future growth areas are to make sure that they all tie in so that the investment and development can come along together. Because obviously there's no point in us in Fingal allocating an area for growth where there's not going to be wastewater or a water supply. So those conversations are very important at this early stage of the development plan. And is there any provision in, in what you're doing for environmental assessment? Because an awful lot of development does impinge on, on the environment. Is, is that taken into account? Yes, that's a central theme of the development plan process. So parallel to the development plan itself will be a number of environmental reports. We will be doing a strategic environmental assessment and an appropriate assessment. So these look at the environmental aspects of every element of the development plan. These are iterative or live documents which change as policies change. And if at any point a development or a proposal is unacceptable, it will come across in this environmental report and we'll be obliged to reassess that particular proposal. Well, Roshin, you've certainly raised a lot of issues that, that need to be considered, but how do I as a citizen have my say? At this stage, Jerry, we would invite all citizens of Fingal and further afield to log on to our website, to look at the strategic issues paper, watch the video, see all the other information we have available, and then make their comments and submissions known. You can do this on our website at consult.fingal.ie. And at this stage, we're happy to consider any views. A submission doesn't have to be a long technical document. It can be a series of bullet points on what you feel is going well in Fingal, what you feel needs to be improved. We're looking forward to reading and reviewing everyone's views and comments at this stage of the development plan and feeding them into a much more responsive development plan, which reflects the views of the people of Fingal. And it's not just the negatives, it's the positives. That, that, that's one thing I just took from your answer there, that, that you want to hear what's going well as well as what's not really working out. Absolutely. Where things are going well, it would be great for people to let us know so that we can emulate them in future developments down the road. So if someone thinks 
their area, where their houses are, where their school is, where their pitches are, where their shops are, really works well. We'd be delighted to hear it. And then we can look at that and maybe uh, copy that for a future development in another place in the county. So, yes, positive comments, always welcomed. And I suppose, you know, Fingal being on the doorstep of the capital city, um, you know, and, and the only way that really Dublin can expand is is northwards. And, and that means northwards into into Fingal. Uh, it, it probably means that this is a very, very important development plan at, at this stage in, in the life of Fingal. Yes, well, Dublin City may have something to say about it. There being an only option to, <laughs> to expand northwards into Fingal, but we'll take that for now. But government policy is that we expand, that we provide more compact development. So in this development plan, we'll be looking at our existing development boundaries and seeing where more development, where development can take place within them. And that should be more compact. So we'll be looking at the public transport corridors along the DART, along the Metrolink and along the DART Plus line and seeing how can we provide compact development along these public transport corridors with all the services and facilities required to serve the future populations of these areas. One thing that's always struck me about Fingal is is that it's it's sort of a mixture of everything and a, a sort of in all kinds of everything because you've got urban, suburban, rural and coastal communities and you know half the county is agricultural uh, and that is it how unique is it in in terms of Irish counties? Yeah, I think we're very lucky. We have such a range of towns and villages and communities within Fingal. We have the ones that are alongside Dublin City that have the that have the close access to the city centre and that. And then within 10 minutes, you're in a rural area that you find it hard to believe you're in Dublin. That rural aspect of Fingal is such an asset to us. And we're we're very much aware of it. And we will have specific policies and objectives in the development plan to protect that rural area by allowing appropriate growth to ensure that it is sustained and that the schools and villages and shops in those areas can be maintained for the next generation of Fingalians as well. And I take from what you're saying there is that it's very, very important for citizens to get involved in the development plan process, that they they shouldn't really leave it up to others. Absolutely. This is a unique opportunity. We're at the start. This is the time now for people to tell us how they would like Fingal to grow what they would like to see, what they wouldn't like to see as well. And we'll try and filter all those and and include all those within the future development plan. And you're looking for those submissions by uh, May the 12th. Um, what happens after that? So the submissions come in on May the 12th. And our role then as the development plan team is to read all those, summarise them and provide a response. That forms what we call a chief executive report, which is forwarded to our elected members. They consider that, and at a series of meetings, they issue strategic direction. So the result, and this will be in September, will be strategic direction, and that'll form the basis of the new development plan. What, what do you mean by strategic direction? So at the mo- in the existing development plan, the strategic direction, for example, is to protect Swords and Blanchardstown and Balbriggan as the county towns. So that indicates the level of growth that they should have, as in they should have more growth than the other towns. They're the top tier as such for Fingal. Another strategic direction is to protect the coast. 
So that results in specific policies to ensure that we do protect the coast. So strategic direction is at that high level issue and the councillors issue that to us. And then we formulate that into policies that can be implemented in the development plan. Roisin, that was a really interesting conversation and hopefully it has given our listeners a better understanding of the development plan process and the important role it plays in making Fingal a great place to live, work, visit and do business in. Thank you for joining us and good luck with your work over the next two years. Thanks very much, Jerry. So that's it for episode nine of Inside Fingal. My thanks to Roisin Burke. And don't forget that you have until one minute before midnight on Wednesday, May the 12th to make your submission. And you can do that at consult.fingal.ie. And if you require more information on the development plan, go to www.fingal.ie forward slash development plan. If you have any comments or suggestions in relation to the Inside Fingal podcast, please email podcast at fingal.ie. And remember, you can follow Fingal County Council on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube and LinkedIn and also at fingal.ie. Thank you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye and stay safe.